0: Seder Snippets is sponsored by Renee and Jack Nussbaum Le'ilu Nishmas Bas Yehuda We are making our way through a better understanding of Vayivaruch David, the second half from Nechemia. We described Hashem Matzasa, you found Avraham. What does it mean Hashem found him, as if he didn't know all along? And Rabbeinu Bachia told us it meant he found that Avraham had passed his tests, and Avraham, Ma'isa Avosim and was really a precedent and precursor for every one of us. We are destined to go through tests and challenges, and Hashem is confident that we we too will come out the other side, having learned things about ourselves, having harnessed strengths within us in discovering and further realizing our potential. He doesn't give us a test that we can't pass. And therefore, Hashem made a covenant to give this land, a land that seemingly belonged to others, but really we know from the first Rashi, Hashem created the world, it all belongs to Him. And from before creation, He had allocated this land specifically for us. Hashem fulfills His word, ki what makes Hashem righteous, what is the definition of righteousness we ended with righteousness is keeping your word that's what it means Ne'eman the he found Avram to be Ne'eman trustworthy and reliable who follows through predictable dependable consistent and loyal and so too is Hashem Vatakam Ezvaracha. which moves us to the next Pasuk ani you took note of Ani Avoseinu. Ani means the, the suffering and the challenge, the affliction of our forefathers sam shamata. You heard their za'aka, you heard their cries uh, al-yamsuf, you heard it at yamsuf and you responded, you answered to it. What it means vateir Hashem saw, Hashem knew all along, in fact, He is the one who uh, put us in Mitzrayim. He is the one who needed us to go through that experience in order to come out the other side. What it means, He saw, is it means He paid attention. The time had come. He recognized and realized that we had grown the way that we needed and the time to fulfill the second half of this promise of this covenant to bring us out had come. What precipitated it? What stimulated it? The Some He heard our za'aka. What is a za'aka? What is that cry exactly? And how can we emulate it? How can we repeat it? When we have needs, whether it's this particular pandemic we still find ourselves in, or other challenging times, how can we tap into that same force and energy of zaka, some of zaka, to invoke Hashem's mercy so He'll hear our cries and perform miracles in our day as He did back then? That word zaka—it's interesting. We have many, many synonyms for tefillah. We studied this many times in the past. In fact, we studied the entire book Shaurim Tefillah, and you can listen to that series online. Rav Pinkus Zatzal described based on a Yalkut Shemoni. The Yalkut says there are. 13 seeming synonyms for prayer. We don't just have one word but we have many. Pilul, Rina, Tzaka, Zaka. There are many many words that describe prayer and Rav Pink has developed this magnificent work to describe that not all prayer is the same. feel at the bedside of a dying patient is very different than Tefillah at the bedside of the birth of a child. Prior in the time of of great news is different than prayer in the time of challenging news. Prayer in the moment of triumph and success is different than in time of a feeling of hopelessness. And therefore, these different words capture different forms, emotions, backgrounds. They, they capture the different expressions of tefillah that we have. So, what is zaka? this form of the verb, this synonym, so to say, of tefillah? Rav Yaakov Neuberger, one of my rabbayim, Rashivat Wayu, and a Rav in Bergenfield, has a very beautiful explanation. And he points us back to a pasuk. In those days when the king of Egypt, the Jewish people, were suffering from the work that was put on them, the oppression, the persecution. And how did they respond? They cried out, And they groaned, they cried out, and they yelled in their screams. They reached Shavasam up to Hashem. He heard it. Hashem heard it, and he was moved by it, and he decided to intervene and intercede and to make a better reality. Rabbi Neuberger points out that the words changed. What happened? What did they express? What they expressed was. Right? It says, And they cried out. And then it describes, what did Hashem hear? He heard their na'akasam. Which is it? I thought, And then he hears na'akasam. What is the difference between the two? And the answer is based on a beautiful insight of the Orachaim HaKadosh. The Orachaim points out and interprets that Vayiz means that they were wordless prayers. It was groans and krechts, it was screams, and it was moments of, of despair, not captured or articulated through words, not through poetry or prose or liturgy. It wasn't composed into an articulate and spoken tefillah. It was simply a krechts, a groan, a scream, a cry reflecting the suffering, the pain, a yell, a scream. And the Rechaim points out that sometimes when we express, even with that noise or that expression, the groan or the krechts, Kaddish Baruch Hu hears it as na'akasam. And then, he hears sha'av asam. So what we express as zaakasam, it's a groan or a krechz. When it reaches the kise'akavad, when it gets up to Hashem's ears, He hears it as naakasam. Hashem hears what we really feel. Even when we don't have what it takes to put into words, even when we're unable to articulate it, coherently or articulately, nevertheless, when it comes out as na'akasam, a groan or krechts, it nevertheless ascends on high, and Hashem hears what we really want to say. He hears what's in our hearts. We describe Hashem as shomea tefillah. He hears our tefillah. He knows how we feel. So we can't be silent, we can't be indifferent, and we can't neglect the fact that we're directing those feelings towards Him. But perhaps we're invoking the same insight Rav Neuberger has elsewhere in this Pasuk. He doesn't mention it in this Pasuk. But Vs za'akasam specifically za'akasam. why does Hashem hear that? Because it's the most base form, a groan, krecht says the most authentic and genuine and the deepest recesses of our heart, how we feel and what we're trying to communicate and transmit. And even though it's wordless, Hashem knows what it's all about. It appears that it comes to Him in the form of words. He decodes it. So we pronounce it as Vaizaku, as screams and krechts and moans and yells. And yet, Shavasam it ascends as Zakasam. He hears it and he responds to it. So just like Hashem saw that in Mitzrayim and he responded to our cries, so too we can direct those feelings. And please God, he'll respond to us as well.